Hello everybody and welcome back to Guys on Gaffer. My name is Joel and Abhishek is with me today and as you can tell by the different coloured background it is a Super League episode today. It's been a little while since we did one. I think it was the international break when we did and a lot has happened so we've got a lot to talk about. But first, yep. how are you doing Abhishek? Yeah, doing fine. A uh, bit of a sticky weather in my country so really it, it gets really sweaty and my the hands are a little bit sweaty since the afternoons so hopefully it dies down tomorrow or day after tomorrow uh, apart from that uh, I don't want to talk about the Liverpool's first game <laughs> and the things that had happened but overall in terms of fantasy football uh, having a decent run out uh, because uh, there is no sudden benching weird benching that were happening in the midweeks and the other game uh, last weekend so yeah, it's good. Uh, got a nice round of fixtures. The Cricket World Cup is here, so we're excited about mm. it. And yeah, uh, doing fine. How are you? Yeah, all right, thank you. Yeah, um, the weekend's been all right, but Everton losing to Luton was fun. Um, just when I thought we turned a corner and things were starting to look up, we throw in a stinker like that, so... Um, I do think we're going to turn things around, but it's just brought back all the die sharp narratives, which just annoy me. So, <laughs> um, yeah, and that aside, I think I've had a pretty bad fantasy week in all games apart from the championship game. But even in the championship game, I sold row for Dan James on midfield dynamos, which cost me 18 points. Um, so even though I, I, I rose like 300 places, but I still managed to throw 18 points away with my transfer. So it's quite a funny funny one, really. Um, so yeah, I, I have to say, I felt a bit of fantasy fatigue last yesterday. I was like, I'm just it's too much fantasy football, too many games, and they've all gone rubbish. But anyway, it will all be fine. Midweek games in the championship game to come. So, you know, it's fine. It will be all good fun. Um, yeah, so yeah, all is fine. Um, let's go into how we did in Game Week 7 in the Super League. And also, because Game Week 6 was such a significant game week, um, it won't be on the screen, but maybe have a check if you just mention how many points you got in in Game Week 7, in Game Week 6, rather. Um, so yeah, your team is on the screen right now. Yeah, so let's talk about Game Week 7 first. My overall was active because... Uh, now is the time to attack those easy runoff fixtures before the second set of boosts come. And uh, a lot of teams have easy runoff fixtures, uh, especially in the Bundesliga and the French. Uh, and I think PSG also has a nice run. <clears throat> then I think Syria, Syria also. It's time to. Uh, it is time uh, that. Some of the teams in the Serie A is getting tricky fixture list, fixture run. So tend to avoid those fixtures and tend to have uh, target the Bundesliga guys majority. Uh, I think I have what three to four guys. Oh, I might be wrong here. Uh, I think I have what one, two, three guys, three, four guys from Bundesliga. So clearly, I'm targeting the Bundesliga now till this game week twelve. Uh, so. Uh, scored 49, majority of the points came from, ironically, Serie A players, uh, <laughs> because uh, Soma got 7, uh, Kavicha got 6 points, so 15 points from those two, Cancelo mm, got 9 points, and rest were those 
a decent numbers of ranging from two to four because every dif- my two defenders got a half clean sheet <laughs> my midfielders got a, got two and three points four was also got four two two respectively so yeah the um, 49 points i got in the end yeah i'm happy with it uh, expected a bit more but uh, when these things when weird results happen you know in weekend you can't expect to get those points but yeah i'm overall i'm happy with the team now in uh, I, uh, I think uh, the double game week 6 uh, i played the budget buster the <laughs> i got well uh, amongst all those weird benchings in one game playing at one game giving yellow cards horrible defending i get to score 134 points took a minus eight so it rounded up to 126 and literally it shoot me up to what 70 places from where I, <coughs> sorry from where i was before the start of the game week uh, expected a bit more from that budget buster team but uh, when guys are guys get benched uh, you can't do anything about it so you have to go with the flow so got have not overly or oh, not overjoyed but reasonably happy with the score i had and I think my target uh, till game, I mean, when the first set of boosts end, I think my target will be to stay in the top, uh, stay in within sites in the top 100, within sites of top 100. I think I'm on 252, 252nd uh, as of now. So, yeah, hoping to hold on to that and moving forward, I guess. Yeah, that overall team's a lot better than the points you scored. You've been unlucky this week, I have to say. Um, But hopefully it will pay off in the long run. Um, My team then. So I also played Budget Buster in game week six, having overhauled into it. Um, And I I took a minus four in that week and kind of riskily removed Osherman and Savage for um, Jao Felix and Tiao with the idea of just really maximising the budget players and getting that extra budget player in um and i got i got quite lucky in that osherman obviously osherman missed the penalty in i think the first game so i was quite fortunate um but overall it was a good move and it did pay off um and it paid back the hit really nicely um i got 161 minus four which took me from about i think 212th to 91st um 208th to 91st so that was that was decent just a few things i wish could have gone better i mean i was a bit disappointed that um kind of triple triples and even like league boosts you know were able to kind of match budget buster i was really hoping budget buster would beat a lot of those those boosts but i was expecting a little bit more from from players like obviously alberto you know he he scored a goal the previous game week and watching lazio was like watching paint dry like watching Lazio was just they were, they were just they're still just awful um so like Alberto was disappointing um having Traore over Tierney was a big swing because because uh, Tierney got an assist and Traore got subbed at half time against Valencia after being booked for what was a fair challenge I was watching the game um so yeah there's, there were a few things that, that went against but and, and like Baron Baron Achea, how do you say his name? So she dad put in only two points in the whole game week as well. So so certain things could have gone better, but overall, like it was fine. Um, 
yeah, obviously a big green arrow, so yeah. Uh, and then this week, yeah, 69 minus 4, as you can see on the screen. Trippier's the big highlight, obviously he was benched in game week 6 for his 17 points because he's not a budget player, so that was fun. But yeah, he got me a nice yeah. 13 this week. He was a good pickup on overhaul, actually, because a lot of people won't have him. Yeah. Yeah, with the 14. I brought in Kane for Immobile and I sold Bellingham for Kvatskelia. Uh, um, so that went well. I mean, Kane, bringing in Kane was fine, but the Bellingham move um, really backfired. Um, I think I think that was like 12 points down the drain, maybe even more. Um, I mean, I thought Bellingham's data was a lot worse. Underlying data was a lot worse than Kvatskelia, so I took the risk. Um, I don't massively regret it moving forward. Um but it was a punishing move. Weist Mbappe kept him because I saw yeah. he could have been fit, and he did play 90 minutes, just got booked. Um, and obviously blanked, so yeah. Yeah. Bit and, of a red, gone, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, when you have this forward line of Kane and Mbappe, kind of sacrifice some money in the midfield. Uh, mm. Not going to get on every players, but yeah. Yeah, it's tricky navigating out of that budget me. team at the minute because I've got to. I really need yeah. to sell like Alberto, ideally, and and get a better midfielder. But it's quite hard to do that mm. um, and find someone good. I need to basically, I think, downgrade uh, Alfonso Davies because I don't think he's cutting it at the moment at that price. Um, so, so that's probably my route. But it means another minus four. Um, so yeah, but it's not. Mm. But I did set it up in such a way that it's just I'm not far off a really you know a good team, even though I've just played budget buster. So it's mm. the overhaul yep. in has been absolutely fine in in, in that sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's down to 149th, but still got triple triple to play at some point. So hopefully we will have the top 100. But what I've noted is I'm on 628 total points. Do you want to have a guess at how many how many points the leader of this game has at the moment? Without looking. Uh, let's say around the ballpark of 850. Second place has 846, so good guess. But first place has 920 points. Has a 75-point lead after seven game weeks. Um, and he's like nearly 300 points ahead of me. <laughs> and... I, I, I bet you can't guess who, who they vice-captain... Oh, that's the only vice-captain. He vice-captained Martinez, of course. Um, and I, I've just been realising, you know, it's it's not a complaint because it's just how it is and it's kind of the beauty of the Super League game. It's such a swingy game. With someone like Latoro Martinez scoring four goals off the bench, it's like the swings are just huge in this game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, two things to say, because that's too early to have a lead around about 75 to 100 points, because it's only game week 7, and or 8, if I'm not mistaken. And I think I'm just, I just logged into his team, and he has played all three boosts. Mm-hmm. Uh, all three boosts. So... Uh, we are we have one game week in hand uh, to basically cut his gap at least half his gap and We're not uh, half that gap though it's he, 300 points bound to have, <laughs> it's 300 points yeah at least half, half uh, by the time game week 12 hits at least half the gap if you close, get close to it then slowly slowly because every week he's not going to have that bit of a dream start mm. because he will you get to have those weird and 
Lotaro getting benched was classic example. But who knew he, when he hit four goals in the second half? So that's funny. That's weird. That's yeah. So that's once in a life, once in a season kind of number. Yeah. So once in a game in a season kind of number. So it will not happen regularly. So yeah, but kudos to him because mm. he stick to his players and that has returned to him really well. Mm. Yeah, it's it's crazy stuff, really. I think I feel like you know definitely we're not winning we're not winning this game this year because I think I do think that's too big of a gap three points even now, um, unless we have a, a crazy crazy boost. But yeah, it's it's yeah. Uh, it's quite the haul. Let's just touch on David's team. I haven't got his game week six up. But I do have his game week seven. He got seventy five points. Also, a small red arrow I think this week. He actually missed the deadline, which is why his captain the captain is. Jao Felix, um, but he got away with it with Harland blanking. So um, <laughs> yeah, he may have dropped some points if he was going to put a vice on like a Bellingham or a Liao, but actually wasn't the end of the world to be honest. So seventy-five points is, is not too bad, and he's one hundred fifty-first. So just the two places below me, we're probably on the same points. Um, so yeah, so that's that. Um, Right, we're basically going to deal with, in this episode, the upcoming... Um, hold on, before we move on, before we move on, the number one player, ranked player in the Gaffer Super League, he played the Budget Buster in Game Week 1, he scored 237. Nobody has scored 200 plus points in a Budget Buster this oh, season. That's ridiculous. At least in this set of goals. So, if you score 237, you're bound to have that much of amount of a difference. Because you played Budget Buster and you scored what? 150 points? I got, yeah, 157 so, net in a double game week. It's got 237 in a single game week. So, that's 70 points already he got ahead of you, similar to mine as well. So, Rodri, Rodri, you got a goal and assist. Yeah, he had Rodri, he had Joku, Isaac. so everyone has scored, so barring his defenders. Oh. Sar has scored, NGI I think has also scored, NGI got an assist, Deepai scored, Wilson scored, Isaac scored, Sar and NGI got an assist each, Rodri got an assist and a goal, Doku scored, so it's, yeah, I mean, credit to him. Some positive variance uh, he basically, right there. yeah, he basically um, going gung ho from game week one. So that's a nice approach, but we have taken a different approach. So let's yeah. see. Uh, we still got about 30, 30 games to go. Oh yeah, 30, yeah, yeah, more 30 than thirty games. games to go. Thirty-one games. Let's see. I will just say yeah. as well the over um current overall rank three. Scored 142 minus four this game week, no boost. <laughs> and here we are, like 60 70 points, and this guy's got 142 minus four. Martin is Captain Liao Bellingham, Brandt, Trippier, Pope, Washerman. We should, I, I mean, I am so, not surprised because when Gaffa Super League season one took place, I was the recipient of a fair few amount of points like this mm. who knew my all the defenders in my park the bus have scored who knew yes who knew i would oh. have gotten a game week one rank uh in a tri- i think in a triple triple so mm. these things happen so just have to 
have that sort of a, yeah. that rub of the green to your mm. side to get these points. So yeah, I'm not too worried about it. It's just that I don't fall too far uh, so that I yeah. couldn't close the gap. Indeed, indeed. But it's early days, so that can happen. Yeah, still very, very early days indeed. It's over 30 game weeks to go. So yeah, we're going to now deal with basically the next five game weeks. It's game week 12 on the boost reset. I think um, the boost reset is going to be a really key moment because um, there's doubles in game week 14, 16, and then 17 is a big double double for the Premier League and blank. And then you're kind of entering the Christmas period with all the blanks. So like with those three double game weeks, probably going to be playing these two of our boosts and if not all three of those boosts quite early on in that set there's no point talking about it until we get there and we see what boosts we get so um yeah we're just gonna deal with what's in front of us the next five game weeks no blanks no doubles and i guess a lot of it is about attacking the fixtures and um you know just trying to identify which premiums to have um and and stuff like that now we've kind of got boosts out of the way i mean i've still got to play triple triple so i think we'll talk about triple triple as well because I, I won't be the only one as well that hasn't played it yet um where should we start should we start with uh fixtures um in terms of good runs who who stands out to you in terms of players we need to maybe target and teams we need to target just because they've got particularly strong fixtures yeah i think uh, basically i have five options one two three four five uh Newcastle is the number one team in the fixture run, and rightly so. So Newcastle players are should be uh, on the agenda of many Gaffer players, Gaffer managers. Defense shouldn't be the agenda apart from Trippier because the rest of the guys we don't know yet about the situations. So apart from Trippier, none of them is assured of a start. Maybe you could look at Shar, but he may rotate with Barn as well. So you have to be aware of that. Uh, Trippier should start. Uh, Botman looks like going to be missing for a month, so no he's idea. certainly out of question. And I have a headache. Yeah, so I have a headache as well. Gordon seems like an uh, interesting pick uh, on the midfield, so that um, you could spend elsewhere. But he's got himself uh, but from suspended that, for the next game. Forward to just just to mention sorry on gordon he has been. I, but yeah yeah so, yeah i so don't rate him as an option but I see Isaac Wilson, yeah it's he just enables us to spend a bit more on the other positions and with the fixtures uh, they have uh, it seems like a logical option but i guess uh, whoever is not going gordon i'm not saying that it's a bad move second one is rb Leipzig. they have a mm decent run of fixtures still 12 and they face the sides that finished on apart from i think freiburg i may, may i do not remember where freiburg finished last year maybe fifth or sixth but they have a decent run of fixtures they uh, they play all where, of the bottom four in this next run up to game week 12 bochum uh yeah, Darmstadt so, and Mainz. Yeah, Darmstadt, I think he, they came out uh, yeah, Mines, uh, Cologne also they play. Uh, Cologne, so, sorry, yeah. RB, uh, so, number one, Newcastle. Number two, RB Leipzig. Number three is PSG. Mm. Mm. It, it can't move away from PSG. 
uh, and number four is Bayern Munich. But Borussia Dortmund and Bayern Munich face off in game week 11. So that's one of the tough games. And uh, we saw how Bayern Munich play against RB Leipzig. So just beware. Uh, don't get, uh, don't start the defenders because uh, something is not clicking at their defense. Uh, if you have Kane, don't sell him. If you have Sane, don't sell him. But if you have Davies, you have to think about something else. Because Bayern Munich is not uh, defensively good uh, right now. They're mm-hmm. conceding goals. Yeah. Mm, uh, so that's number my, that's number four. Uh, number three, PSG. Number four, Bayern Munich. And number five, it, it is a weird one. Uh, but Inter, uh, the two teams for number fifth spot, Inter and... I know it will be a weird one to say it, but Man United has an easier run. Uh, I know it's a weird one. Uh, it may be a bit biased as well, but looking at the, just looking at the fixtures point of view, they have a decent run of fixtures. I'm not talking about Man City because two players already we have in Man, uh, already we have, and I think in this game, especially in this game, you can go without Haaland. Oh, yeah. uh, Alvarez seems to be fine uh, if you want if you get him hold him but if you, you can move Haaland now for Mbappe Kane because those teams the, the PSG Bayern those have a great run of fixtures Man City has a great run of fixtures but uh, compared to those two teams those two teams have a much more easier run than Man City now and also I think Man City has Arsenal away, United away, Chelsea away in the next three, uh, in 8, 10, and 12. Only Brist- uh, Brighton and Bournemouth home, which are also, uh, Brighton is also a tough game. Although they are conceding uh, a lot of although they will win it. So I would say Brighton's quite a good fixture at the moment. Yeah. But yes, I, I, aside from yeah. that, yeah, you're. In terms of goals, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all those tough fixtures are away from home. Although they're going to be winning those fixtures, but. Away from home, it's a difficult one to predict mm-hmm. as compared to the fixtures that Bayern Munich and PSG has now. So, yeah, but I think time to target those players from these five teams. It should be a priority now. Yeah, what and then think? in terms of the assets then from those teams, I guess if we start with Newcastle, so yeah, we talked, I guess we talked about that, Trippier, um, mm-hmm. maybe one of the defenders that's not Botman, but I, I don't know whether the Botman being missing is going to really negatively impact them. And then Exactly, Wilson's tricky because you don't know he's going to start with European football at the moment. So I'd be tempted to say it's a no go just because they're going to rotate. Um, so it's really defensively you're looking. Yep. RB Leipzig, there's easily three good options there. You know, they've, there's obviously Xavi Simons who is over, who has been overperforming his numbers, or at least he did in the first few weeks, and he's kind of regressed a bit now. But he's still a good pick in the fi- in a good mm. fixture run at his price. Uh, Raum is probably the best option from a defensive point of view. He could be great. And then yeah. I guess I don't. Do you know when Olmo's coming back? I think uh, there is um, nothing as of Olmo news uh, from the Leipzig camp. I will look at the, the Champions League presser uh, tomorrow. Mm. Uh, I they haven't had their Champions League presser yet. So I think uh, Olmo might come back after the second international break. Yeah. Maybe 10, 11, 12. Uh, yeah, not before that. But I think I think Openda seems to be mm. 
the third option if you're looking yes. at even though Olmo comes back because Topenda is really looking like um, a really good buy for them, especially he can fill the boots that Nkunku left for Leipzig. So I think Openda is a much more preferred pick, even if Olmo comes back. Yeah, I'd like Appenda actually. I've got a. I need to replace Jao um, Felix at some point, and Appenda is exactly the sort of guy I'd be quite, quite keen on. Um, at what eight eight million or so, just because those fixtures are so good. Um, I'm not sure how I'm, how I'd get, how I'd get there, but um, he absolutely stands out for me. Yeah. Um, in terms of uh, what's the other team you said? Man United. I mean Bruno. I started with him in this game. Bruno's going to is great yeah, bonus from, in this game because yeah, he's a key pass monster. Him. So I think I think he's yeah. one to consider. Apart from him, yeah, definitely he's the one to consider. I think, uh, and maybe an outside shout I'm giving on Hoyland. Uh, Rashford is not looking likely of uh, of his best, but something is going on. I think he needs a consistent run of games. On confidence, I think it's low because he's not getting those goals and he's happening to mm. create something of a telepathy with Hoyland a bit more. That's I think it's affecting him quite a bit. So I think an outside shout of, shout of Hoyland maybe uh, from United, but it's either Bruno or no one. Uh, if we're not going for any other pick, uh, yeah. do not go anywhere near the defense you know, because... Uh, fear conceding goals like left, right, and center. Mm. It's it's a bad at the moment. In terms of play, uh, I think from Bayern Munich, Kane, Sane, you can look at. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I don't think you should look at anywhere else from Bayern Munich because these two are the only attacking options that's going to score goals, I think, or assists. Uh, maybe you have Davies, but uh, you have to keep an eye on Bayern's defense as well because it's not clicking. Something is missing, I guess. And from PSG, Asensio would have been a nice pick in the midfield position if you're not keen on Mbappe, uh, if you're not keen on selling Haaland, uh, and if you're not keen on getting Mbappe, then I think uh, Asensio would have been a nice option. But I think uh, he's out uh, till the second, second international, uh, November international break, I guess. He's not coming back. Maybe you can look at Kolomuani and uh, Ramos. But with Mbappe being back, they are going to rotate. Uh, so that's an issue as well. Mm, uh, defensively, if you look at Hakimi, is the only option if you, can, if you are looking at from the defense. So I think these are the options uh, if you are re- overhauling or if you are going to look forward for the next five game weeks. I think mm. these are the few options you can look at from the five teams. I'd like Hakimi if he wasn't a million player? more expensive than players like Di Lorenzo and Trippier and Di Marco who are all at like six. Because um, mm. they're all about the same. I mean, they're all on a very similar number of points. They've all got good attacking threat. But I think, yeah, you, and maybe he's a bit more nailed Hakimi than like Di Marco, for example, who's obviously had a benching or two. But yeah, I think, um, yeah. yeah, that's... That's potentially one um, that's just a little expensive. The other team you didn't mention, um, who I think have some good fixtures, they basically have three good fixtures, are, are Napoli. Um, they've got Fiorentina, which is meh, it's okay, not easy. Verona, 
AC Milan, but then they've got Salernitana and Empoli, who are both kind of struggling a bit. So um, they've got kind of three nice fixtures and and then two other kind of home games, which are trickier. And I think... Um, I'm really bad at saying his name, but Skellia, whatever, is, if that's how you pronounce it, um, his, his numbers are really, really good. Um, he did get an early sub at the weekend, um, but I think... I think he could be a very, very good option um, and shouldn't be overlooked. Um, I guess he's probably not being overlooked generally because he did so well in the double, but um, I, I yeah. think he could be great. And Osserman, I'm not sure about Osserman because obviously there's so much uncertainty about his situation with with all of that debacle with yeah, the social yeah. media posts. But mm. no, I think if you, if you look at Napoli's points this season, most of the points have come from either Osseman or, their, or other midfield players who is not Kavicha. Kavicha has fired for, I think, two games and three games out uh, two games he has scored 17 and 10 points. I think uh, came off the bench in the first game and in the se- double he scored 17 points. Mm-hmm. Apart from that, Kavicha has uh, he has been quite quiet. Now, uh, Osimen, we know Osimen, what's going on around with Osimen. Uh, if you're Look, yeah, Napoli has a decent run, uh, but it's the options that are limiting me from mentioning Napoli, especially because we don't know what sort of Napoli. It's not Spalletti's Napoli. It's Rudy Garcia's Napoli. And Rudy Garcia's Napoli, Rudy Garcia's team do not tend to score that many goals. Uh, so I'm a bit worried about uh, Napoli going forward because they're not... And even though they're scoring goals, Unlikely heroes are coming up, the likes of Politano uh, and other guys, Otis Guard, Politano. These are the guys that are looking uh, Yeah, and the main guys, uh, they are not scoring the points. So I don't think you could uh, really trust uh, other players uh, to um, give, get you points uh, ahead of these players that we mentioned. I mean, Di Lorenzo is fine, and Di Lorenzo great, should yeah. kick you along. Great option. And yeah, apart from him, I don't think uh, uh, too much rotation, too much, uh, continu- too much un- uh, not uncertainty, not continuity. Somewhere between, because every now, every now and then, there is a change in a position. There is other players that are coming up, scoring the goals. Uh, so it's a bit weird to call them now. Uh, mm-hmm. That's. Uh, yeah, they are going to be pretty decent, and so yeah, that's why I didn't mention because I certainly don't know what sort of lineups everyone is going, uh, Napoli is going to bring out. Uh, but still, you know, Fratscalia should start most games now. Also, yeah. probably, I think he was probably yeah. just rested at the weekend, to be honest, and probably should start. So I think that the main guys yeah. and Di Lorenzo are pretty looking pretty good for Mins. Just the people yeah. around them that maybe there's a bit and, less certainty. Yeah, I think another player, uh, if you can keep an eye on, is Zielinski. He seems to have the penalties as well after the debacle that mm. Osman had. Yes. So there's an interesting, uh, that's an interesting choice if you're looking for, because he's much more less surprised than Kavicha and Osman. I think he's six point something. So he can also be a difference maker because he seems to be the leading point scorer in the midfield from Napoli in the Super League mm. so far. 
Yeah, I think. I think from Napoli. So, yeah, you can look. Uh, so these are the options. Yeah, from these are the na- options you can look at from Napoli. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Right. Have you still got to play triple triple? Yeah. Is that right? Yep. I was just thinking we could have a look at. I still have a look at that. Um, now I've got a couple of thoughts. I mean, this is the thing. It depends on what premiums you want to play it with. So you know, I am mm. basing base going to assume that I'm playing it with Kane and Mbappe as my two premiums, and then I kind of need to have a look at what what else is around. Mm. Um, who who are your premiums? Okay, I'm getting Mbappe, so getting that's Mbappe. one of my premiums, and the other one uh, is uh, who is who is the other one? Hold on. Unless you're gonna kind of transfer in. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think apart from a junior, uh, Vinicius Junior is my main premium player. Uh, apart from I don't, uh, I don't, uh, I have Haaland. Haaland will be Mbappe. So I, I am thinking about getting another decent premium player, especially a forward one, uh, by selling Vinicius Junior. If Vinicius Junior continues to yeah. be poor in the center forward and play in the center forward position each week then i'm moving straight back to bellingham mm. and taking those 1.5 million and investing in the forward line because i need a replacement for felix as you said so felix to openda might be a decent one if i'm not uh, too keen on getting newcastle forwards uh, yeah. because i'm getting mbappe for sure uh, I, I think I don't have that much money to go towards Kane, so I might have to settle down for Sane, mm-hmm. which is a bit tricky because um, Kane seems to be on the penalties as well. So Sane, um, getting to Sane and not going to Kane is is a tricky one, but mm-hmm. um, that's much more difficult decisions to make for me when to when, when which week i'm going to play triple triple first then what are the moves that i require to move to that yeah yeah what are your thoughts what are your thoughts about triple triple which week are well, you trying to play i was thinking maybe 10 um because Bayern munich have got um they've got darmstadt and PSG have got uh breast um but i think what I, what I think we could do actually, I, I want to go through all the weeks up to game week twelve and just call out the best fixtures and the mm. options you could do triple triple on for that week. Because I think there's quite a few. Like every single week, almost has is viable depending on which kind of players you're looking at. So, for example, let's have a look at game week eight. Um, game week eight is one where you could maybe choose a Leipzig player like like a Pender because they're at home to VfL Bochum. Um, and then the kind of premium options that you're kind of looking at. It's, this is probably one of the worst weeks for it, to be honest, because PSG have got Ren away, mm. City have got Arsenal away, uh, Bayern Munich have got Freiburg at home. Now, now Freiburg's uh, defensive stats are all right as well. Um, we're going to have a look at like the ex- expected goals conceded for all the, all the teams. So probably not play in eight, but nine is where things get quite interesting. Bayern Munich play nines, who are... Mm. Uh, who've got kind of 9.3 expected goals conceded from six games and they're kind of lower mid-table in the Bundesliga for expected goals conceded. 
PSG have got Strasbourg. Now, Strasbourg at home is not the easiest of fixtures, and they but they are kind of, again, mid-table for expected goals conceded. But I think Haaland's, Haaland's a good shout in game week nine um, because Brighton at home and Brighton are looking defensively shocking at the moment. So I think if you're going to play it in game week nine, you're probably playing it on Haaland. Um, and then the other options are okay. Napoli have Verona away, so you Lens Yes, so Appendix. Yeah, Lazy Clip Darmstead. That's yeah, when there's an option. Yeah. Uh, Napoli play Verona, that's mm-hmm. an option as well. United play Sheffield United. Yeah. Uh, that's Bruno. also an option. So yeah, that's a couple of options. I think nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Those are the four options. Any week you can play your Triple, triple, but 11 will be quite tricky because Bayern Munich play uh, Borussia Dortmund and Arsenal play, uh, Man City play, many, no, Man City play Bournemouth, right? Okay. Yeah, so that's 11. a Haaland week when they're home to Bournemouth yeah. and then PSG at home to Montpellier, which is all right. It's an all right game. Uh, and, in game uh, 11... Leipzig play Mainz as well. So you, if you are not keen on getting uh, putting triple triple on Kane, you can put triple triple on Openda as well because they play Mines. Yeah. Although it's and away. There's another there's another yeah. standout fixture which is um, AC Milan against Udinese at home in game week eleven. So you could put it on Leal. Udinese are um, fourth from bottom in expected goals conceded. I will caveat that none of these are factoring in you know the strength of the the fixtures that they've had to play so far. So for all I know, Udinese had a particularly tough run. Um, start of the season, mm. but just pointing out that they are fourth bottom for expected goals conceded. So you could look at Liao, Haaland, and maybe Mbappe that week. Um, Dortmund defensively, though, uh, not amazing. Uh, so you could look at Kane, I suppose. Um, what else is there? Game week 12, that's a Latoura Martinez game. Uh, Frosinone at home. Yeah. Um, Man United of Luton at home. Bruno's a third player option as well. Napoli um, has Empoli at home. Yeah, Oshiman, Vraxkelia. Um, and then Heidenheim at home yeah, for Bayern Munich. Leipzig has Freiburg at home. Yeah. Bayern Munich, Bayern Munich has who? Now, Heidenheim. Bayern Munich has. Heidenheim have, have got the worst expected goals conceded in the whole league. They've. Got an expected yep. goals conceded of 17 from six games. That's nearly three goals a game. That is a plum fixture for Harry Kane. Um, and one that you should yep. definitely consider, I think. And I might well consider that. I think Kane, yeah. Martinez, Mbappe maybe could be very nice there. And they've got R- Rhyme. How do you say that? Uh, Reims. Reims. Who are not I think Gimmick bad. 12... Yeah, game week 12 uh, gives you a lot of options, especially in the forward, because Martinez, uh, ha- uh, then Kane, then Osimhen also has Empoli um, at home, which is a plum fixture. Uh, Leipzig has Freiburg. AC Milan have Lecce United away. United has Luton. Um, yep. Lecce are third, uh, bottom in Serie A for... Arsenal has goals conceded. If you own Arsenal players, Arsenal is Burnley at home, Saka mm. can be another option. So uh, Barcelona plays Alaves at home. So 
Lewandowski can be another option. So Game Week 12 has six to seven guys that you can triple triple, put triple triple, uh, and I think that week might be the week uh, to play triple triple uh, if you are not able to get uh, to the players in triple triple uh, for triple triple because if you don't own certain players you will not be derived of points because there are seven to eight options that you can put uh, for triple triple so that's quite a few options uh, unlike uh, other weeks previously so yeah i think 12 uh, one should i certainly i am eyeing 12 uh, after talking about it uh, it gives me the time to do the moves that i want because i will get five moves to bring three players three important players that i want to put my captaincy hat on mm. so that i think is a better for more better option but you know if you if people own certain players that we talked about in the previous uh, for the previous games if they own certainly you could play that but uh, from my perspective i don't own any so i'm targeting 12 then i have five game weeks five transfers for three players to bring in so I'm i will be much more uh, do that uh, inclined to do that but if you guys own the likes of Mbappe, Kane, Alan, uh, Kane, Lewandowski already, then you are saving those moves. One move, which I'm not saving. So, yeah, you could play earlier as well. So, yeah, this is where my head's at now, the more I think about this. Um, Mbappe, all his games are kind of middling. No, he doesn't have any really plum fixtures. So, I guess I've got two options. I've got player in maybe game week 12 on him and Kane and Liao, maybe, whichever third one I fancy. There's lots of good third player options that week. AC Milan's are like Liao, um, Martinez, um, uh, Bruno, um, or maybe game week nine um, and selling. If Maybe I could sell ha um, Mbappe for Haaland and target the Brighton at home game. And have Kane against uh, Darm against Mines, um, Haaland against Brighton, and then one other who could be a Leipzig player, who could be could be a Napoli player. Um, I think if I was to choose now, I'd choose twelve though. Twelve has so many good fixtures mm. in it, and and I think I think that's probably the one. I think I'm I'm with you on that. Mm. Cool. Um, anything else you'd like to discuss at this point? Or should we move on to our teams for next week? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm just checking the website that uh, have I missed like, any injury players that we haven't talked about. David uh, Alaba is a question for is it out for Real Madrid that we haven't talked about in terms of okay in terms of Atletico Madrid. A lot of people are out. Mm. Depay is out. Don't know when he's coming back. Savage is a doubt. Uh, so I think Morata is back. Uh, should be back. He, he got yeah. Uh, Morata's, one Morata's back. Yeah. Morata is back, and uh, I think Lenormand of Sociedad is a doubt. Uh, but 
Uh, we don't know much about him. Tierney is out. Uh, so Munoz gets an extended run in the team. Yeah. Uh, that's it. I think, uh, yeah, I think basically we've covered everything in terms of uh, Rafina is out mm-hmm. uh, along with Pedri for Barcelona. So I think uh, more of uh, Yamal should be those who own Yamal. He should be playing for the time being uh, until Rafinha gets back. I think he will. He got the red card or injury, something like that. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. Let's move on to our teams. Uh, nothing much to be talked about. Uh, everything we talked about. Nice, cool. So your team is on the screen. What are your early thoughts here? Yeah, the only uh, one transfer I'm doing is Haaland to Mbappe. Mm, there's nothing uh, more to look forward because I just overhauled it. Uh, I have looked at the fixtures while overhauling it, so I'm not doing anything. Uh, I think when I tweeted it out uh, this weekend, I said that uh, Mbappe is coming in. Uh, if not this week, uh, by the time next week hits. Uh, because every week he starts, he, he will get those goals. It's, mm. uh, if Asensio was fit, then he would have been another option. I might double up um, on him as well from PSG. But uh, I don't know when Asensio is coming back. So, yeah, I'm definitely getting Mbappe. Uh, also, to the fact that I have to plan for triple-triple as well. Uh, for 12, uh, I, was, I wasn't I was decided on which week, but now I'm certain that I will be playing on game week 12 last uh, week uh, for this set of boosts. So, yeah, Mbappe, Haaland for Mbappe is coming in. Uh, he will definitely captain the side. Kavicha uh, uh, will be my vice because Napoli has first, uh, Fiorentina at home. Fiorentina is not keeping clean sheets but it might change uh, because I think uh, Dortmund, uh, not Dortmund, I think Barcelona play Sociedad, right? Uh, no, Barcelona play Granada. Yeah. So might put my vice on Jao uh, Felix. And yeah, I think, so that's my team. I think uh, somewhere in goal, Rom, Cancelo, Boson, some my uh, back three, Gosses might be, um, I might start uh, the other defender that I have. Uh, the midfield four is Simons, Vinny, Gordon, and Kavicha. Front three will be um, Mbappe, Felix, and Malan. Uh, I think Dortmund will be scoring. Uh, Dortmund has really has started slow in terms of goal scoring should up their game uh, because they had a nice run of it. They face Bayern, right? Yeah, so maybe not. No, they face Union, then Berlin, then Bayern, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, Dortmund should be fine. So I think Milan should be fine. But uh, I am going, I am keen on getting offender as well. So if I tend to, if I don't uh, take a minus four, then I think Felix to offender might be an option as well. Mm. Yeah, so, nice. Yeah, I think that's my team. Okay, my team. Um, I'm pretty certain I'm going to take another minus four this week. Um, and it's one of them is going to be selling Davis. 
Now, Realm seems like the no-brainer transfer in, and that gives me enough money to to upgrade um, like Baronetsea to Kubo or Alberto to someone. It gives me 1.6 million to play with. Um, but I think it's the, the thing is that that's my, that's my obvious weakness, my fourth midfielder at the moment. But I think it makes more sense for me to sell Jao Felix. And I can afford a Pender if I do that. Um, but I can't afford a Tour and Martinez. Um, so I need to decide which forward I want. If I want the Tour and Martinez, I would have to pick a four, four and a half million defender or lower. So I could go all the way down to like an Asignon and have him as back as a bench fodder. Asignon, by the way, ever since I sold him on my, on my overhaul, he's gone and got like 16 points, 9 points. And he won a pen at the weekend. Yep. It's like, what are you playing at, man? Scoring all these points after I sold him on, <laughs> on overall. He got, got like a goal and an assist in game week five. I was like, come on. Anyway, um, yeah. and that was in a tough fixture as well. Um, so, so yeah, I think if I was to pick right now, I would bring in Realm and the Pender. Um, but we'll see. I made It means I'm going to have to either play four defenders or Alberto or Baronetsea. So that's not ideal, but I think Felix is... Those are those are my weaknesses. My basically my weaknesses are my fourth midfielder and my third forward, and I can certainly address one of those. I think the upside is much better by selling Felix than whichever player I bring in for Alberto or, or Baronet say. So uh, that's that's the thinking, but we'll see. Captain C not sure. Um to be honest at this moment in time, I need to have a look at some of the numbers I think, but if you stand out fixtures are Liao against Genoa, uh uh, Leipzig, so if I bring in a Pender then, then the Pender's a certainly good option and then obviously Kane and Mbappe or Kane and Mbappe, so they're obviously good captaincy options too um, so I, I'll have a think about that, I'm not sure obviously we've got Champions League as well, so who knows maybe we'll pick up injuries in our teams in, in this week that will inform our decisions um, so yeah I'm um, going to bring up David's team as well um, obviously we don't know what his thoughts are but He's currently set up um, Romero, Dumfries, Tiao, Traore, Bellingham, Yamal, Leal, Alberto, Haaland, Felix, Osman. So I think he's got similar weaknesses to me in that he's currently got Yamal and Alberto in his midfield um, and Jao Felix too. So, um, I mean, Felix isn't awful, that's the thing. He's not awful, but he does get subbed at 70 minutes every game. Um, and Barcelona are not doing amazing for goals at the minute. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what he's going to do, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if it's addressing one of those midfielders or Jalpines. Cool. Um, all right, that yeah. brings us to the end of the episode. Have you got anything to add? Yeah, I think uh, just a little bit of update on the Globetrotters Cup, uh, <laughs> this, this Super League league that we are running. I think the top eight uh, in our league all scored 100 plus points and were not on a boost so kudos to all the top eight persons mm-hmm. just wanna shout out the twitter handles those who have i think uh, their leader is nffc underscore fpl derby's sinking ship i don't know whoever he is he's our top he has a point haul of 828 he scored 142 this week uh, he had, uh, so really nice 142 minus four he had uh, then david hurst is on second place he scored 921 james gyro under uh, gyro 61 he scored 110 456 are uh, chris ryan and jan headstrom 
I think Ian Hedstrom is a close friend of David. Uh, I'm not sure, but I'm saying that because it's a Scandinavian <laughs> that, name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I, along with that, Strom is on his name as well. So I'm um, sure uh, he's some uh, either his friend or relative. Some cousin. <laughs> David's just, David's just friends with anyone Scandinavian, like basically. So you know. Obviously, yeah. yeah. So they scored 106, 104, and 118 points. Uh, then Nelly BC, I think he's a black. He was he's a black button supporter. Uh, he's on seventh with 111. Uh, he scored this week 739 points overall. Then Billy Hadaway, our good friend, he also scored 120 points without any boost. He was he has a total overall score of 738. Uh, and uh, ninth, uh, we have John Chander93. Uh, we know from Twitter him. him. He he's also uh, he scored 93 points without a boost, close to 100. Uh, overall, 736. I'm not getting the number 10th guy. Who is the number 10th guy in our league? Uh, are you? Oh, I've not got it up. Open. Sorry. Uh, so. It's a bit weird uh, I am not getting it. It got propped up. So, yeah. So, those are the top nines in our Globe Trotters Club. We haven't had an update uh, since ages. So, just a little bit uh, of a podcast uh, thing that we have to do. Uh, so, yeah, that's the Globe Trotters Club uh, highlights. And what to talk? Uh, yeah, all that jazz. Like, share, subscribe, give the stars on our Spotify page and try to subscribe to our Spotify channel as well. It really helps because we are getting listening, uh, we are getting audio listeners 100 plus, but we are not yet subscribed to 100, we, uh, not yet reached 100 subscribers. So mm. uh, whoever listens to us, do hit the subscribe button on the Spotify page as well. It really helps. Yeah, and just to add to that, yeah, yeah just it. thank you all for your continued engagement with, with the pod so far this season. I mean, we've managed to keep up a streak of having over 100 views on YouTube for, per video for every single video so far this season, even though our last Gaffer yeah. Championship video that we did last week has only just tipped over 101 views. But I think, we you know, we, we at the start of last season, we had a good start and, and, and we had some good views at the start yeah. of the season, but it quite quickly dropped off and this season's been better for kind of continued engagement and every every single... Yeah. Uh, pod kind of having but somewhere between 100 and, and 200 views um, since the season began so um, yeah thanks for for doing that it makes it work worthwhile that we know people are actually engaging with the content and, and watching and listening so yeah um, so yeah it's it's all good um, so yeah that's everything um, we will be back next week probably for a championship video um, it will be international break and we will have yep. had another three game weeks to digest if we're counting this this uh, weekend, yeah. obviously, and the, t- the midweek round and next weekend's round. Um, so that's when we'll be back at some point in, in, in the international break. Um, and that yeah. aside, um, yeah, I hope you all have a good week. Enjoy the Champions League. Enjoy the midweek championship games. I'm just assuming that everyone who plays Super League plays the championship game as well. Um, so, yeah, take care. We'll see you soon. So, it's goodbye from me. And namaste from me.